There is risk that today's homily might forever be referred to as the Monty Python homily. Because yes, I'm going to use an example from Monty Python's Flying Circus today to illustrate an important point of theology and the gospel. Particularly, the famous Catholic religious docudrama, Monty Python and the Quest for the Holy Grail. Yes, okay, this works better with the older people who maybe know this more. There are a lot of kids here today, so I'll have to tell the story in a way that is compelling for people who are not familiar with the literary genre of Monty Python. So, the, I suppose the background to this is that oftentimes we will look at our own lives and our own sin and perhaps say the famous words, it's not that bad. Well, I was thinking about that the other day as I was in deep prayer and Monty Python came to mind, clearly inspired by the Holy Spirit. And I thought of the famous encounter <clears throat> of Monty Python, Arthur, King of the Britons, as he encounters the Black Knight. This is one of the great scenes in history in which Arthur, the incredible King of the Britons, is trying to cross a bridge that is guarded by a very powerful Black Knight. Arthur wants to cross. The knight says, none shall pass. A standoff ensues, and there is a sword fight. This is one of the worst sword fights in movie history. It's terrible. I will post the video on seanthebaptist.org so you can watch this scene. Nonetheless, there is a sword fight, and the black knight uh, is very confident and powerful, and uh, no man shall pass his bridge, but... In the course of the very terrible sword fight, Arthur manages to chop off completely his left arm. And it's literally lying on the ground with terrible fake blood spewing from the stump of his left shoulder. To which Arthur replies, there, well fought, good knight. You have defended your bridge well, now we shall pass. He's like, no you won't. And he's flailing around with his sword in his right arm. He's like, but I've, I've chopped your arm off. No, you haven't. Tis but a scratch. Okay. So they fight some more and he chops off his right arm. He's like, okay, well, well fought. He's like, I'm not done yet. He's like, what do you mean? You have no arms. Yes, I do. And clearly he's got no arms. There's fake blood coming out of both of his shoulders. Um, it's like, you've got no arms. Yes, I do. Tis but a flesh wound. Okay. Uh, so they fight some more, and Arthur chops off his, his leg as he's then hopping around on one leg. He's like, come on, take what you've got coming to you. And so he chops off his other leg, and literally the Black Knight is reduced to a stump of just a torso sitting in the middle of the road, and Arthur's like, all right, we're going to go. He's like, oh, fleeing from the battle, are you? Come back here and take what you've got coming to you. And it's, well, it's just stupid because, number one, it's really terrible movie special effects. There are no special effects. It's literally like confetti and streamer coming out of his, his uh, wounds. And there is the stump of a man in a road trying to say basically those famous words, it's not that bad. Get back here. I'm not done yet. Well, as much as that might be valiant, I suppose, in a, a night, um, it just looks stupid because it's, it's not just a scratch. It's not just a flesh wound. You really have no arms. Your arms are lying on the ground next to you, and you really think it's not that bad? 
Well, in the movies, this can just be hilarious because it's so stupid. And you really do have to watch this video because it's hilariously stupid. But when it comes to our, our spiritual life, and now here's the point, here's the deep theology behind Monty Python. We do this. We absolutely do this in our spiritual life. Whatever particular sin we're stuck in, oh, God and I have an understanding about that, or it's not that bad. Okay, maybe, maybe it is that bad. Okay, and maybe the real moral of the story and the tie into our scripture today is that you are not the best judge of how bad your sin is. Our readings today say that if someone is suspected of leprosy, which is a, a physical disease, but notice in scripture, physical disease always represents spiritual disease as well. This leper with this potentially terrible disease, which could spread to everyone, well, the scriptures say you are not allowed to judge that yourself. Go show yourself to the priest and he will judge. Is this leprosy or is it not? Because if it's not, fine. But if it is, it would mean death to the whole community if that person just said, it's not that bad. You know, it's just a flesh wound. No, the priest will say, no, that's leprosy. You are a leper. And although it sounds horrible that you'd have to stay away and yell unclean, well, without modern medicine, that was a necessity. Because if you are a leper and you're deceiving yourself saying, no, it's not that bad, you're going to infect everybody and everyone is going to wind up a leper and dead. So someone else had to judge. That's why Jesus in the, the beautiful healing in the gospel today, it's obvious that the man has been cured, but it's not enough because the law says, go show yourself to the priest and he will judge. And so Jesus tells the man to do exactly that. We are not always the best judge of how serious our situation might be. And it's all the more dangerous when it comes to the spiritual life, because it's one thing to say, I don't want to go to a, a medical doctor. Well, you, you're going to get more sick and you're going to die, and it's going to be obvious. But the spiritual life is much more hidden. How are we sick spiritually? That is a harder thing to determine. And like with physical illnesses, well, we, we need a little help. Go show yourself to the priest. Well, that's a beautiful kind of urge on, I think, to the sacrament of penance. As we prepare to enter the season of Lent, you might be wondering, what should I give up for Lent? What penance do I need to take on? Where are my weaknesses? Where are my sins? Okay, well, maybe don't judge that yourself. Get some help. Go to confession. Tell the priest, these are my sins. This is where I'm struggling. Yes, it's the same sin over and over and over. Okay, well, the priest can help. At the very least, he's going to forgive you in the name of Jesus and say, be made clean, and, and you'll be made clean. But he's also a, a neutral kind of judge who's able to say, yes, it's that bad. You're minimizing your sin. That sin you're committing if you don't stop, it's going to kill you. Or the priest might say, stop beating yourself up so much. It really isn't that bad. You're pretending this is like a mortal sin, and it, this is small. And this, this happens a lot. People with scrupulous consciences will come in all the time and say, Father, I sinned horribly. I missed Mass on Sunday. Oh, why? 
Well, I mean, there was a foot of snow and my, my door was frozen shut and I couldn't get out, but I, I committed a mortal sin. No, you didn't. <laughs> so let somebody else help, I guess. Don't be like the, the silly black knight in the middle of the road pretending as he's just looking at his arm on the side. It's not that bad. It's just a flesh wound. No, it's not. It is that bad. Maybe you have for a long time kind of, you know, said it's not that bad. Well, Lent is coming, um, and you can forever remember this homily as the Monty Python homily if you want. And if that helps you remember how stupid it is to minimize what is actually serious, then all the better. So I'll put the video up. You go home, you watch it, you'll laugh. It's even safe for kids. I, I don't endorse all of Monty Python for kids, but the little video I will put up of Monty Python and the Black Knight is safe for children. It's even safe for adult Catholics who might be inclined to say to their sin, it's not that bad. As we begin the season of Lent, don't be the Black Knight. Let's all recognize that maybe if we show ourselves to the priest or maybe a friend, a spouse, Maybe, yeah, it is that bad.